There's too many homelosers, too many trimmers, but I like to watch them for rotten treasure. Do a podcast. <laughs> Hello, welcome to uh, Rotten Treasure. Uh, we watched Tremors, uh, Cold Day in Hell. Uh, it was good. I'm Jim O'Donnell. Uh, with me always is Kai Bobby. Hello. And our special guest, creative variety performer, Letitia Valoria. Uh, rolling on the floor, and then I'm coming to the bike. Fire! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, there's there's sparks flying everywhere. I see it for sure. At I least love, six. I love that a lot of performers are like, "I'm coming on stage, fire! <laughs> I am. Yep. I'm coming out with heat. You're gonna see me come in. Yeah." Or like, or like the dis. Uh, there's like a Disney movie thing where like you meet a character, and then they sing a song that's all about who they are and what their uh, intentions are, mm-hmm. and then you're like, I know everything about this person. I wish I had that. Yeah, mine would just be the whole thing. The whole movie would be like, <laughs> it would like end, and it'd be like, oh, and also she likes this. <laughs> 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 And then it's like trying to move on. Oh, there she forgot she wants you to know that she. Also does sometimes. <laughs> the, the end keeps like crawling in, but then you're like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But end, end on a point. Hold on, I got more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh let's What's your relationship with the Tremors franchise in general? Um, I don't. Um, I watched it. Uh. <laughs> I watched this one. Yeah. Uh, and I I watched it to the end from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and um I'm married, that's a relationship. I watched, <laughs> it. I watched it with the person I'm married to. <laughs> you um, made you made this person watch this? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's sweet. That's, that's right. Well. And and he's seen the he's seen the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I have, I have not. I love it. I like the way you broke down every word of my sentence, uh, <laughs> and you're, we're, I'm going to explore how I feel about this movie and also relationships I have with people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of uh, I'm. It's weird. For, I'm saying this in the sixth episode of this particular series. It's weird that we pick for the second series that we did. A movie franchise that literally no one cares about. Right. Nobody gives a fuck about Tremors. <laughs> no, no one cares about Tremors. These, the first movie was, like, pretty good. And then the we rest went, of them suck. We went for, like, a classic, iconic series to just... You like sandworms? <laughs> you guys want to yeah. talk about sandworms? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I took notes. Yeah, no good. During the movie. Because I just... I had a lot of thoughts. <laughs> I took a lot of notes, too, because it'd be weird if I just showed up and I was like, hey, uh, I don't know what happened here, but uh, we're going to talk about something else. We're going to talk about ripsticks. That's already happened. We're not talking about ripsticks anymore on the podcast. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I brought that um, up. I did have, um, I did have uh, Chris um, tell me during the movie about 
the reoccurring characters. Yes. Or whichever reoccurring characters uh, made it from the first one <laughs> into this one. Well, technically, it's just Bert. Okay. Uh, but they mention a bunch of people from the first movie. Right, they mention people that, that like, the okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he mentions Reba McIntyre because uh, he, uh, 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 Jamie Kennedy gets his gun from her. And he's right. like, where'd you, I thought that would be a bigger deal. Because he, he keeps bringing it up. I was like, where'd you get the gun? It's like, we all yeah. know it's Reba. Like, we know for a fact she's the only other person who has that gun. Why is this a big deal? You saw his your ex wife. Oh no! Uh, and then they mention, and then one of the girls is the uh, the daughter of Kevin Bacon and right, yeah. And her name being Valerie, just like Valentine, and but obviously prefers to be called Val. I love it. Sure. Why? Yeah. Whatever. Uh, there was a time in the movie where I was like, Oh no! Is Bert gonna have a romantic interest with her? And then they ended the movie, and I was very happy that they didn't. Oh yeah, no, thank yes. God. Yes, I was so happy. That I was, like, was that existed, right? That kind of um, weirdness mm -hmm. happened there. Like that, there was a vibe happening. Yeah, there were a couple times where I was like, "Are they gonna like? Are they hinting at something right now?" I yeah. see. I'm, I I missed that vibe. I thought. I mean, I guess there was that kind of like, "Oh, she's really into the same stuff as I'm into," so like that's cool. I don't know. I didn't. Wow. Okay. I, I missed something in the movie, apparently. You didn't, though, because their intention was to be like, oh, he has almost a fatherly relationship with her. Yeah. Because clearly Kevin Bacon doesn't show up anymore. Oh, there's some daddy issue shit because she doesn't really... She brings that up in the movie, that she just... Mm -hmm. that, Val, that Valentine is not really part... What is she? I think she said he's more of a dad and less of a father or something like that. Mm. Yes, and he, she also said he's more of a bargied in type. That a dropping by. Mm. So, Bacon, wherever you are out there, you're a fucking suck, dude. <laughs> yeah, take that, Kevin Bacon. I hate you. Yeah. I know in previous yeah. series I said that he's really cool and I like him, but one but time yeah. in, when I was in ninth grade, I was forced to watch a movie about him and he was a uh, army guy bringing a dead guy home, and it was very heavy-handed. And I didn't like it. <laughs> Taking Chance, that's what it was called. Because the guy that died's name was Chance. And it was like, taking Chance home. But he was also taking chances with his life. It's not a great movie. I had to watch it for religion class when I was in high school. Religion class? Mm-hmm. Yeah, th I, so... What a movie to decide... I, okay. Oh, I... the further you get into religion class, the, the less... I remember watching Glory in religion class. Oh, that... We watched Finding Nemo one time, and they were like, write an essay about how Nemo is Jesus. And, we were, and everyone wrote the exact same essay, which was Finding Nemo? More like Finding Jesus, am I right? That was it. The end. Yeah. <laughs> because everyone looked it up. There is literally nothing written into that movie about Jesus. Didn't even try. I would have loved it in religion class if they just rolled in the 1990 classic tremors <laughs> <laughs> tell me about how this sandworm is jesus uh gun nut catholicism <laughs> i don't know i don't know who would be jesus like what role would be best cast in the tremor series by jesus christ himself um given what i know about screen uh uh writing stories in general whoever the main character is that's jesus so uh kevin bacon is jesus 
or later his long on. hair. Or Michael Gross. I really love like a Jesus with a shitload of guns and a bunch of cool catchphrases just taking down sandworms. You have never been to America, my friend. <laughs> Speaking of catchphrases, uh, <laughs> this movie, right? Like 70, I wrote down the movie is 70% catchphrases, maybe 60. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people. This is kind of a thing that goes with like a lot of movies sometimes is sometimes they write sentences into the movie where you're like, nobody ever speaks like that. You just are clever. Like, we get it. You have an English degree. Like, come yeah, on. I mean, they're, they're usually speaking in metaphor. There's uh, there's one that's like, I guess blood ain't thicker than ammo. Is it, Bert? You know, like there's just random. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> they'll drop shit like that. Um, uh, that that'll close the carpool lane. Mm. that's what i wrote down where well, i was like what does that even mean what does that mean so the smack talk is really important in the in like the tremor series uh when it comes to like you know really telling the graboids fuck off uh one a callback we were talking about kind of connecting to the first one was in this one he says broke into the wrong hangar didn't you bastard and it's a parallel to him saying broke into the wrong rec room, which was from the first one, I believe. Oh. I don't know. I didn't. I, I okay. saw that written on IMDb and I was like, who who remembers that line? Nobody. The line I, everyone remembers is, can you fly, sucker? And also that time you remembered penetration for some reason. And then that turned up to be in every single movie. Mm -hmm. And then they brought it back. They didn't have penetration in the last. Uh, so you, you missed it. The last one, the fifth one in this installment is the only time that... Burt Gummer doesn't make a reference to with his guns about penetrating. Um, usually the dirt is what he's referencing. Um, but yeah, this time they brought it back. What? They made sure to drop the word penetrate one more time into the series. Hope it's back in. Yeah, I don't I don't know. They have weird themes or like strings for all of the, uh, these movies. Also, one thing that was said that I wrote down was stay out of my way and pay your taxes. <laughs> I uh, oh wait there was one Leticia please say that to a stranger at some point <laughs> yeah stay out of my way and pay your taxes it's so like what's happening in that sentence that's gonna be my There's... sign off for my uh my reality or not what, what is... is it my my Jerry Springer show <laughs> I, I I I was right now and I was like let's be honest does Bert make enough money to have to pay taxes anyway like we find out in the fourth one that he it comes from uh royalty or whatever and he has to money from his family oh. but like does he make money in any way like why is he so worried about making uh paying taxes he clearly has no money it's it's been relatively uh, like like signaling that and the fact that every single movie he has like some sort of like he's had endeavors where it's just like this graboid cactus juice you know like trying to uh there's you, this is, you get to see Jamie Kennedy, and actually this is his second Tremors movie, and the last one we discovered that it was his estranged 40-year-old son that he, like, <laughs> and that's the big bomb drop at the last one. I see. Mm. That's what I was wondering. I was like, this came back in a way where they keep addressing this, but it also seems like he's the movies before. Wh which one, mean, Jamie? Uh, wait, Jamie wait, wait, Kennedy. Wait. Jamie Kennedy. Do you Kennedy. mean, like... In general, like he's been in films before. No, no, I mean like in the Tremors <laughs> movies. Just the like, last it one. It seems like he had some kind of backstory, but not enough that they weren't still explaining it. Yeah, <laughs> they're still heavy-handing it because 
I I wonder if they expected him to come back for the the seventh installment. Uh, I know he doesn't, yeah. but they they doubled down. I think they even made a, a nod to it in the movie about like, would you not expect to see me again? Whatever. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he does. He does show up, and he's like, "Hey, it's me." Oh wait, hang on. There's uh, that totally reminded me. Uh, when the special agent at the beginning shows up, and that's the only scene he's in, uh, he shows up and says, "Hey, it's me, Special Agent Darkwood." Like, what bad improv scene am I watching right now where the people introduce <laughs> themselves that way? Like, hey, you all know me. You, <laughs> it's me, a uh, reverse giraffe. Like, we all know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would not be mad if you started that scene with me. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's that's from Rick and Morty. Uh, uh, oh, I, I have seen that. Yeah, guy. <laughs> there's a giraffe with a long body and a short neck. And he goes, hey, you all know me. Reverse giraffe. <laughs> Which is such a funny <laughs> beginning to a scene. I, it, uh, what? It, it just There's something I noticed where like once in a while in these movies, but like also in movies in general now, where they're like, I don't know. Uh. We didn't write anything for this scene. We only like gave an outline. You guys are actors. You'll figure it out. And they were like, I have never taken an improv class. Mm. I feel like Jamie Kennedy has, and he annoyed everybody else in the class. I could see that. I could definitely see that. He he had a he had the sometimes you can tell when they improv things because they'll like do a bunch of cuts to like include every line that they said because they're like, these are all gold. Like we have to include all these. Because it'll be like them just listing shit. Uh, in this, they had that point where they did that. But you probably didn't notice it. Because he listed two things. So it's clear he said like a hundred things. And they were like, literally two of these are useful. <laughs> uh, I love that the the agent tax man came into a, like showed up. Well, first off, we got to address the fact that uh, Bert has a wind chime. Uh, that actually says like, what is it? One more... Uh, Oh, what the heck is it? We're gonna we're gonna clean this oh, up. Yeah, it's like a tax, um, like a tax thing. Like one more to my tax. Ah, oh, I got it. I got it. It says one more tax man, and this wind chime will be complete. And the wind chime is made of bullets. And of course, who shows up? A person out of a, a with a cowboy tax man with a license plate that yeah. says tax man. Who has that license plate? Like, would you, would you do that as the job? Uh, George Harrison. Thank you for that obscure reference, Jim. Like the Beatles? <laughs> yeah, he had a song called Taxman. It was it was on Revol- it, it was the first song on uh, I think Revolution, Re- Revolution, Revolver or Rubber Soul. No, not Rubber Soul because that's. Uh... Oh, I forgot about his other name, Agent Dickweed. Bert called him Dickweed like five times in that scene. <laughs> um, there's a concept that I heard from uh, Dan Harmon, where he calls it. A Monopoly guy, which is in uh, Ace Ventura 2, there's a guy that comes into a scene, and he looks like the Monopoly guy, and then Jim Carrey's like, you must be the Monopoly guy, and he's like, that's bad writing, because you dressed that man up like the Monopoly guy, and said, hey guys, look, it's the Monopoly guy. Like, if if a man was on the street and you saw that, you'd be like, and someone said, oh, it's the Monopoly guy. Everyone would be like, yes, hilarious. You did it. You nailed that joke. But he dressed a person up like that and said, look, the Monopoly guy. So it doesn't make sense. That's what this is. Uh, that They named a man Dalkwed so he could be like, hey, what's up, dickweed? It's like, no, that's not my name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yep. That's it's, it's stupid. <laughs> Screenwriting could be stupid sometimes. Um, for some reason, it, it, and like, I just want to bring this up. For some reason, it really bothered me that in the beginning of the movie, um, nobody's wearing enough clothing. Oh, like for being in the Arctic, because that's uh, yeah. okay. We're in the we're in the Arctic here, and everyone's just right. wearing like a light sweater. <laughs> right, or they're wearing super heavy jackets that are all completely open actually they uh, isn't that the point though is that these graboids that have existed and beyond like the oldest graboids like pre pre cabrian i can't what i was going to say that wrong pre cabrian we're going to talk about that later we'll talk about that later from the from the cabrian time period (laughs) whatever they've been around for a long time these motherfuckers, like in, like just like you know, Brendan Fraser and Encino Man, have just been frozen for a very long time. <laughs> what <laughs> a stupid reference! I'm, I'm keeping it. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. Don't judge yeah. me. These oh, graboids. This reminds me of that Pauly Shore movie. <laughs> these graboids come back to life, and Pauly Shore is just riding these graboids under the ground. It's <laughs> like, oh, the wizard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> Helping him look cool, you know, giving him a new trim, bathing a graboid in a bathtub. <laughs> I'm here. It's, I'm here on Spring Break MTV. Bleh. Uh, yeah. So that's um, but they they explained it. They do explain it where they're like, yeah, we're having a heat wave uh, in the Antarctic. It's 32 degrees. But to your point, Letitia, it's still 32 degrees out. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about you, but that's cold. That's a oh. cold time. <laughs> and there was also seemed like there was a snowstorm happening. Yeah. Like, uh, so I don't see how that's like. Also, one of the one of the people in that first group of people in the beginning of the movie was yeah. not in that same storm snowstorm. Every time they cut to that same character. Uh, it wasn't snowing. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just like everybody else, but the but the one. Uh, the Australian girl. Forgot... No, not the one that died either. One of the guys. The the glaciologist. <laughs> I, for this scene, I wrote down the writer has never met anyone from a different country. Because, <laughs> and neither has those actors. Because they were like, you're Australian. She's like, yeah, I'm Australian, mate. Hello, me, Australia. And then the Norwegian guy's like, yeah, it's me, Nor- uh, Norway. I'm not Swedish. Uh, hi, Aussie. Right, and then they made the American guy, Jesse Pinkman, from Breaking Bad. Yeah. Mm. What's up, Miss? Hey, Mr. Swede, how are you? <laughs> he kind of was, like- though. You guys are getting all of my acting out of once. <laughs> Yo, Mr. White, you wanna cook or what? We gotta we gotta destroy these worms or what? Yo, Mr. Yo, we gotta cook some worms, Mr. White. We gotta get rid of them. What yo, what if we Very put like close to Sylvester Stallone, like not not <laughs> Sylvester Sloan yet. Yo but <laughs> yo like an early Sylvester <laughs> Uh, the time he was in that porn when he was like 22 or whatever. By the way, when was at a porn, he got paid like 200 bucks. Oh, no way. In like 1972 or something like that. How much? Yeah, like 1970 uh, or like 200 bucks. Okay. That doesn't, that, 
seems like very little even for that time. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I also don't. I don't know what the numbers are. He was a desperate actor. He needed the money. That's the way he puts it. He sold his dog at that around that time. So, Aww. yeah, you might know him as Budkus because he was in Rocky the original. Oh my god! Yeah, the so dog between Rocky and one and Rocky two, that he had that tough of times. Mm-hmm. Jesus. He had to pay ten thousand dollars to get his dog back. By the way. Oh, so we, okay, good. The story concludes with happiness. He got his dog back. He got his dog back, but uh, oh, they were like, "Hey, me. you're Sylvester Stallone," and he was like. Uh, yeah, and they're like, he was like, Can I have my dog? And they were like, yeah, sure, for $10,000. And he was oh like, gosh. you oh gave God. me money to eat ramen for a week. Yeah. That's so mean. These are the Hollywood insides you get with the Rotten Treasure podcast. <laughs> um, I have a, a statement that I would love it if you have insight in. Did anyone hear, I think your associate must be a half a bubble off plum? Is that an expression I should be familiar with? What? I don't remember that at all. I Okay. There's a couple times where I, I think that depending on where they are, I think they throw a couple like references or um, like they switch up the language a bit. Yeah. You mean like when um, Jamie, I was about to call him Jesse Pickman. Uh, when Jamie Ke- Kennedy was like, uh, it's not Miller time yet. You can't find your beach. It was like, what are, are you referencing the commercial in yeah, such like a is... weird way? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Um, I, don't I feel know. like Jamie Kennedy, like his character, like they just—it's just like when you make the comic relief the main character. Yeah. Uh, and but you're still writing the main character as comic relief. Like you haven't changed anything you're writing to make them the main character. You just kept them in. <laughs> comic relief mode and never yeah. give them any substance <laughs> yeah it's like it's like the opposite of when like a comic relief character gets a bit of substance where like when you're like watching a movie you're like oh they yeah. they like got the thing they wanted at the end and like yeah. that's nice but in this they're just like yeah he's he's the funny guy jb kennedy he could do no wrong <laughs> yeah but he never learns anything he just kind of like in this one he even got the girl for being just like Oh uh, God! Yeah, they gave him the girl that you know just for just being uh, very whatever. Un- very unearned. <laughs> right. No. No. Honestly, like there. Once again, I think like you know I've had this complaint throughout the entire series. It was in the first one too. They just kind of like yeah, yeah, yeah smack the the love story in two scenes. You're together, and then at the end, you fall in love. Was everyone equally as uncomfortable as I was when he had to kiss her twice? Like I shouldn't say he had to kiss her. She had to kiss him twice. Like she had to make out with him. For a solid, like, 20 seconds. And I was like, I have never been more uncomfortable. Ever. Yeah, I don't know. That whole thing was just, like... It just didn't make any sense to me. <laughs> it's like, she, like, her responses didn't make any sense to me. Um, like, as far as being, like, totally okay with it. Like, they were just trying to be like, Look at how cool this girl is. <laughs> <laughs> Girls like other things. She's not wearing underwear. Oh, that was the other callback, right? From the first one where they were like, oh, yeah. So you didn't see the first one. Uh, There's a point where in the first one, Valentine makes uh, his love interest, Rhonda, who's Val's and this one's mom, uh, have to take her pants off in order to, like, survive. Survive. We're saying he forced her to take her pants off. Sorry, to be clear. 
He encouraged <laughs> her to take her pants off and, because a graboid was trying to, uh, like, eat her. And if she did that, yes. then that's what saved her life. Yes. Right. So that was what was being encouraged here. Yes. But, yeah, what a, what a line. Of course she goes commando and they had to do that whole deal. I think, okay, first of all, yes, it's good that she didn't take her pants off. I would have felt horrible for that actress if they made her take her pants off. Mm-hmm. That's, yes. ter- that's a terrible thing to do to someone. Yeah, but in real but life... In real life, she's going to die. Take your fucking pants off. Yeah. She's like, yeah, she's like, oh, no, I'd rather die than let Jamie Kennedy see my asshole. Like, it's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> It's like life. I'd rather be. I'd rather be dead than to have an uncomfortable situation for the next couple of minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like yes, you're right. I'm glad that she didn't take her pants off. I want to. I want to be clear because that would have been weird. But also, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Don't put me in this situation, filmmakers. <laughs> so, I don't know if we're gonna talk about ass blasters. Yeah. <laughs> We've talked about uh, them a fair amount on the podcast. Right. We're going to talk about them a little bit more, yeah. I also hate the new Mass Blasters. Yeah. Is this... How many of them ha- have Ass Blasters? Existed? This is the third one. Three, yeah. Yep. They showed up in the third. They're not in the fourth. They're in the fifth and the sixth one, so yeah. So there's a rotating cycle, which I'm a little bit... I think got fucked in the last movie anyways. But essentially, uh, Graboids... Okay, Ass Blasters lay eggs that Graboids grow out of and then graboids have uh shriekers come out of them and then the shriekers make ass blasters or let's say you're making a face right now that is 100 percent correct yes that is the face you should uh she's making a very confused face right now listeners at home uh, I don't <laughs> the, the birthing process of these like... these yeah it's just it goes round and round they just keep creating that's each other not like that's like like they asked like a like a kindergartner how <laughs> how this got made and they're like yeah it's this and this and they come out of it but that doesn't okay <laughs> we'll write that in <laughs> that is so kid like like they're worms and then out of the worms come uh, they they scream and they have legs uh, and then those yeah. they be, they have wings and they fart <laughs> and fire comes out of their farts i don't yeah. know they go back to eggs or whatever you lost me at lay eggs and then something else comes out of the eggs. Yeah, oh, it's just like, it's just a cycle. Yeah. And in the last one, uh, you see how the, the Graboids have these little like tentacles that come out of the mouth and keep biting everybody. Um, uh-huh. In the last one, they actually were able to separate. And I forget what they were called, but these little like tentacles were on their own sentient and killing motherfuckers too. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, because they're evolving and it's getting weird. We didn't see any of those this time. Well, we that's, saw them. They just were still weirder, in it. Mm. Isn't it? Yeah. That yeah. They, you're, you're... they were like, this thing is evolving. And then the next movie, they just don't address it. They didn't at all. <laughs> the weird thing to me is that they're like, this thing is evolving. Even though the point is that they are pre-Cambrian and haven't evolved since that era. Right. <laughs> which, <laughs> which by the way. Yeah. Right. Right. By the way. This is what was most insane to me. They were like, uh, these come from before pre-Cambrian. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> like, it, pre-Cambrian just means all of the time on <laughs> Earth that happened before the Cambrian era, which is, yeah. I think, the first 
time period of the Paleozoic era. Uh, don't quote me on that. It's been many, many years since I've learned this shit. But when you say pre-pre-Cambrian, that's like saying, oh, this happened before now. And then someone else was like, but it happened actually before the time that happened before now. It's like, you're just going around in a circle. <laughs> you're just saying extra words. Yeah, I did make, and for as confusing as all of this is, they sure do talk about it a lot. Like, you don't actually, you didn't actually have to tell us all of the these things that are confusing. Mm-mm. You could have left some of this confusing shit out. But well, instead, oh, yeah. you, you ex- over-explained so much. Whereas I think we just want more deaths. Like, for me, that's what we're here to see is just crazy, wild uh, people just getting, like, destroyed by these things. <laughs> they, okay... They did the horror movie thing where they introduced a hundred fucking characters because when you do that in a horror movie, you're like, okay, we're creating all these characters because we just need people to die. Mm-hmm. And then right. none of them die. They introduce even more characters. Like they were like, okay, here's like 20 people in this place. Uh, and you're like, okay, I'm going to watch 19 of these people die. That's okay. Yeah. Because I know how horror movies work. And then like, a new person comes in and they're like, and you're like, well, that's the guy who's got to die because he has no lines. Yeah, They did uh, kill, well, we were talking about those tentacles. I had to go back and, and just double check to make sure I saw it right. Did anyone see uh, one of the tentacles grab that woman by the vagina? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. I'm pretty sure that was intentional. Uh, that was, that's got to be a choice. Um, <laughs> yeah. You, yes, it is intentional because it was CGI and someone had to make that. They didn't have like an actual giant worm come up and be like oh fuck he grabbed it by the vagina but it's the only shot we got <laughs> you're bringing your untrained <laughs> yeah oh shit we got our untrained worm in here oh, and he's grabbed God. by the vagina we, we gotta do something about this we're wasting daylight we're using the first shot we got. No more shots. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's All right. We got a laugh someone, cry. Someone else made that and was like, what, what if she, what if you grabbed her by the vagina? And everyone was like, this is why you're our lead CGI guy. <laughs> this is, it's surprising to me a fair amount that this is 2018, uh, that this is when this came out, to be honest with you, because there's a lot of just like cheap, stupid jokes uh, that are just like not great. Uh, yeah, that was a little bit surprising to me, but sure, that was a that was a choice. That was a fucking choice. Okay, hang on. <laughs> the, like another cheap joke was when they had the guy pee. Oh, and they, yeah. They, <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the way they to the audience. <laughs> the way they introduce this is Bert turns to this guy and goes, "Hey, how many energy drinks have you seen? Have you drank today? First of all, we've never seen that man drinking energy drinks." This is not a character background. No, first time on in the film. It shows. It shows. Yeah, there is literally a graboid. Like they know that there is life-threatening graboid in, like, near them and like underneath them. And everyone's like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna turn on the doohick machine." And then he just like this cut to him, and he just like downs the rest of his uh, energy shot. Um. So yeah, no, he's like his name's Hart. He's energy shot or energy drink guy. Okay. All right. I'll accept that. I'll accept that I'm wrong. Uh, yeah. I won't accept though that it's not uh, that it's still stupid. Uh, <laughs> 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 be- 
because he goes, uh, he says like seven. He goes, he says like six or seven, eight if we're lucky. Like, <laughs> what? Well, like, okay, brag about it, dude. Uh, we get it. You're the energy shot guy. And then he, they're like, okay, pee on the ground. And then he like pees a little bit. And then Bert's like, pee like a man. And he's like, oh, okay. And then he pees a lot. Uh, and then yeah. that does stuff I don't remember. The worms are attracted to the pee. I don't... Oh, yeah, they're attracted to sounds. So, I mean, you're making seismic sounds with your pee with it hitting the ground. And they're like, yeah, I'm going to come over there and check it out. It was very inconsistent. Like, pee was the thing that needed to be done there. There was no other way that they, like, it was just, like, perfect. You drank a bunch of energy drinks. Yeah, and then that one, and then that one girl looks at his penis through the uh, through the scope, and she's like, "He's packing," or whatever she says. Yeah, <laughs> which was I yeah, was like, because was like, all oh. of the women in this movie have nothing but like relationship based things to say. It's like the opposite of the Bechdel test. <laughs> yeah, no, this, this movie has never passed that test. There's not a single time that that has happened. They literally only pass one part of the test, which is that they have more than one woman in the movie. <laughs> yeah. None of them talk to each other, and none of them talk about anything that's not relationship-based. It's terrible. It, oh, well, I guess the one girl's like, I know what a gun is. And you're like, okay, she knows what a gun is. <laughs> yeah, but that's the same thing as like, oh, she knows her way around a car. Like, it's always like, oh, cool, she's proven her worth as a human being. Like, that shit happens in movies yeah. all the fucking time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying that this is this is like, oh, it's not. Uh, you guys, it is a pretty feminist movie because she knows what a gun is, okay? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a stupid movie. And also, uh, the uh, women were very poorly written because uh, some dude wrote this. I'm going to look it up so I can shame him. Okay, well, if the dude wrote one thing that I really liked, which was when he was trying to tell one of the other characters, was it Hart? Who was he trying to pep talk? He was pep talking somebody to, like, get their shit together, and he's like, repeat after me, my balls are steel. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh Dr. Febreze or whatever yeah. his name was. My, my balls are stainless steel. My balls are in the Guinness Book of Balls. <laughs> right. My balls are in the Guinness Book of Balls. Yeah. I, yeah. I liked I liked literally that part of the line. My balls are the Guinness Book of Balls. Like, that's a funny, that's a funny line. Everything else was stupid and I hated it, but. <laughs> I don't think it's fair. Um, speaking of things that, I want to talk about some things that make us mad. Uh, because overall, like, this movie wasn't just, yeah, fine. Um, but, so, one of the things in the film is, uh, so, Bert has, what, like a virus? Is that what we can call it? Uh, he's got uh, a. Like a, a parasite? Yeah, sure. yeah, he's got a parasite. Yeah, it's a, he got like a tapeworm or something, right? And <laughs> actually, I think they use that word, right? So he got it from yeah. uh, in a previous movie. He got swallowed by I think it was maybe the second one. He got swallowed by a graboid, but I don't remember how he got out. Did he shoot his way out? No, <laughs> okay, <laughs> you don't remember this. I blocked out most of this series, man. <laughs> someone else, uh, <laughs> someone else got him out with a chainsaw that he kept oh, by his right. because he kept it by his door, and I was like. What's he cutting down? He's in the desert. There's literally no trees. So he used his desert chainsaw, or Buddy used his desert chainsaw to get him out. So in that time period, that's where he got infected. Um, but of course, at the end of the film, Jamie, after they've captured this thing, right? They've captured a graboid. He puts his full body inside of it, or at right. least 75% of the way in. And I'm like, you idiot. You're literally exposing yourself to the exact shit that right. you're literally trying to same. save your dad from you fucking idiot yeah 
like you uh, should be filling two two vials right now. <laughs> so that made me mad. I there there was that line though where the dude was like, "If someone was in my mouth with a big needle, I'd be pissed." Yeah, but not in like a like I get I'd get it if like the worm had just like thrown up on him a bunch and then everyone was like ew and then he went eh, i was in with a needle i'd get it um he just said that randomly he just like jamie kennedy uh crawls in and then and then he says that line for no reason i mean i was just like yeah that makes sense yeah yeah that me too <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're you're being very relatable man <laughs> Well, I mean, was he trying to be more like his dad? Maybe I don't know because he was, you know, they did that whole thing where he dressed him. You know, he's he wore his dad's hat, he wore his dad's glasses. Um, he was literally uh, talking like. Can I mention, uh, go ahead. Can I mention something about that hat? Yeah. Well, I, okay. I yeah. Go ahead. The, yeah. I brought it up in the past, and I was shamed for this. Uh, so, yeah. Go ahead. He he used to have an Atlanta Hawks hat, right, Letitia? <laughs> okay. He. So he's a lifelong Atlanta Hawks fan. Why? First of all, I know he. I know for a fact he grew up in uh, perfection because the fourth movie is all about how his uh, family is like strictly from perfection. They started the town. Why is he a fan of the Atlanta Hawks? That's a very different state and part of the country. And then in this one, he changes it to the Chicago Cubs. What? Why is he a fan of these two teams? Why? Why does he like them? What's going on, Bert? And then I looked it up, and the reason he's a fan of the Atlanta Hawks is because in the first movie, uh, Michael Gross was like, what if I wore a Atlanta Hawks hat? And they were like, eh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, like That's the, a- the actor was just like, I want to? Yeah, yeah, the actor was like, what if I wore... That, that was it. He was like, what if I wore a, a Atlanta Hawks hat? He said, there was no reason for it. And <laughs> in this movie, I changed it to the Cubs because... There's no reason for it. I don't care. <laughs> like, there was enough fans on Reddit pissed off about why it was an Atlanta Hawks hat. So he's like, I'm going to lean into it. I'm just going to do it again. You know who's that fan? Yeah. And I use that term lightly. Uh, who's into that? It's me. I'm the only person who's like, the fucking hat, though. It's a different hat. Why would he wear that hat? It's stupid. I think I think it sort of makes sense for the character. Like, just like, fuck it. I'll wear whatever hat I want. <laughs> I'm an Atlanta Hawks fan. What of it? I've got a gun. What are you going to do about it? My wife is Reba McIntyre. Also, she's divorced me. Mm. Also, okay. <laughs> Hard jump. Uh, was anyone else very pissed off that despite it being a cold day in hell and they start the movie in the tundra, none of this movie is in the tundra. It takes place in a field that's probably right. pretty warm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They never come back to it. Yeah. I wanted a movie where they're in the tundra and they're like, it's freezing cold and these and these worms are coming at them from all angles. And instead all their coats. (laughs) (laughs) We're out of coats, guys. We can only afford the three coats and they're not good coats at that. Yeah, they can't zip up. They don't. No, they definitely failed on their promise because when you when I remember seeing even you know the, just the the brief trailer, uh, yeah, just you, you, that's what you want. You want you watch the trailer Arctic Battles. I've watched. Uh, I want to say back when I was we were about ready to watch the second installment. I watched the remaining trailers because I just I don't know. I just I had to see what the fuck I was going to be putting myself through. There was a line. Okay, did they say in the trailer? 
You're telling me we're smack dab in the middle of a kill zone with no way out? Oh, I can't remember. I watched that trailer like uh, weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. That was a line I was like, they wrote that line literally just for the trailer. Mm-hmm. There's no other reason that Jamie Kennedy should say that line. Because we've, we've known that they're in a kill zone with no way out right. for the past, like, half hour. <laughs> right, they just need to build the tension of what's going to happen. Uh, sure, once again, what's the reason? Why are we here? I, ha- I hated this. I, I, is, this is this a controversial opinion? <laughs> no, I don't think we're going to enjoy the remain. I, I think we stopped enjoying these movies at the third one or the fourth one. I, I, I hated them before that, too, but that one okay. was pretty good. Yeah. It's been painful. I'm sorry, have Letitia. They all been, have, so, I have a question. Yes. Um, Like, has this one pretty much been about the same as the others, or did this one go in a really weird direction? <laughs> it did not go in a weird direction. I'll, uh, <laughs> that It's pretty on par. Uh, like, the feeling of the movie is a little bit different, because most of them were made in, like, the 90s. Okay, and yeah. like early two thousands, so yeah, I think that... the last one was the made in two thousand. Well, the last one with Jamie Kennedy was twenty sixteen, I think. Yeah, something um, like that. Right, but then there was a big gap, I think, between twenty twenty one or something like that. Yeah, it was like two thousand four or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but so how did they make that comeback? How did Bert? They just Bert has been the one theme through all of this. It's just like it always just comes up on. Yeah, uh, since the third one when they kind of ditched uh, Fred Ward, it's just been, what is Bert Ward uh, or what is uh, Bert Gummer? <laughs> yeah, Bert Ward. What is Bert Gummer up to now? Um, and is... this, he gets a phone call. Yeah. Somebody tells him that there's graboids in an area they're not supposed to be, and he comes to the rescue. That's like the last one was in Africa, and then in the writer's room they were just like, I don't know, what's another place they can go to? And they just picked the Arctic because uh, they're like, uh, I don't know. What if it was cold? <laughs> All right, but we can't afford snow, so uh, we'll just it's say it's a cold. Heat wave. Yeah. Right. We'll just say there's a heat wave. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's 32 degrees out. They're, I think they're reviving this series for no one. Like, I don't know who this is necessarily <laughs> for. Like, I know they're on Netflix, and and like, I I I, I don't know if we're the only ones who are going to be watching <laughs> these movies on yeah. Netflix. Yeah, for sure. Afterwards, I was just like, um, uh, Chris was just like. Well, good luck with the rest of your suggestions on Netflix now. <laughs> and I was like, damn it. And I was oh. like, I'll rate it low and it'd be like, still. <laughs> no, I did the same thing. I gave it thumbs down specifically because I was like, I don't want this ever to show up again. I am the reason why on uh, my roommate Kate's, uh, like, <laughs> I, I don't know which account it is, but it's it's the reason why Santa Jaws was suggested for us to watch <laughs> I can't tell you how excited I am to get fucked up and watch Santa Jaws. <laughs> is, wait, <laughs> wait, wait. Is it Jaws like a shark or is it Jaws like the guy from James Bond? It's a shark. Oh, I wanted him to. It's I a Christmas to... shark movie and I'm so excited to what? watch it. <laughs> I, okay, hang on. I have many questions. Um, I haven't watched it yet. I don't care. You've seen like things. You've seen the poster and that's good enough for me. Cool. Is it? Is it a shark that's dressed as Santa? So I'm if I can show it to you. Oh no, I no. can't. No, describe I will describe it to you. It is a red All right, shark. I'll Google it. Yeah, it's a red yeah, it's fine. Yeah, you can look it up. But it's wearing a Santa hat on the cover, which is great, because why doesn't that need to happen? <laughs> it's got a fifty-six on Rotten Tomatoes. I need to watch this movie. <laughs> that's a better wow. rating than Tremors. Yeah, that's wild. 
I looked it up and it was like, are you sure you don't mean Santa Paws? <laughs> no. no, I mean the, the 2018 classic Santa Joss. <laughs> There's a scene where um, the shark is coming and it has the Santa hat on its fin. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> I'm so excited to watch it. But yeah, no, I, I don't... <sighs> this is relatively in my wheelhouse or like what my wheelhouse of movies was like like maybe five to ten years ago. I used to watch a lot of garbage movies. Um, so now I'm back at it again because of this podcast. <laughs> Damn, Kai, back at it with the shitty movies. Whatever. <laughs> I feel bad for that reference. You're all you're all welcome. Um, I just watched a shark movie recently uh, that was real shitty. What was it called? I'm looking it up right now. I shouldn't have I shouldn't have started talking about it until I uh, <laughs> until I looked it up. Uh, I've I've seen Sharknado, but mm-hmm. I've never seen Jaws. Yeah, so I haven't. Jaws well, is... we're, we're opposites. I have not se- had the pleasure of watching Sharknado yet. <laughs> Sharknado, uh, I didn't like it because it felt like it was bad on purpose, and it's like, yeah, it's like they're tickling their, themselves. Like it feels like, uh, it feels like you're being like, oh, look how. Look how bad we are. We're a funny. It's you're gonna you're gonna sit down and make fun of this. Whereas like real bad movies are like someone who tried their goddamnedest to make a a yeah. good movie and then it turned out to be the worst thing in the world. I don't know. They seem pretty serious in this movie. They're pretty I'm... serious in Sharknado. <laughs> I look forward to seeing it because it it does sound like uh like what could have been a sketch. Um, but instead someone just committed to an hour and 20 minutes of just straight facing that this is a, like, not a ridiculous situation. Yeah. The second one is, which I've also <laughs> seen, which yeah. I've also seen, um, uh, I think leans more towards that. I was thinking, I was thinking about a parody series, like more parody series with sharks. And I just thought of 50 shades of sharks and I really want that to exist. <laughs> You can watch nature documentaries, you know? I'm sure I could just Google it on Pornhub. <laughs> I know I know. sharks don't have sex for pleasure. Listeners. Uh, <laughs> the one shark expert who's out there is like, uh, excuse me, the only animals that have sex for pleasure are dolphins and bonobos. <laughs> um, I think okay, so Fifty Shades of Sharks is already a TV program. <laughs> it's on Hulu. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be as kinky as you think. It sounds like it's just going to be something put up by National Geographic. It's just but... 50 sharks. It's just 50 different <laughs> sharks. <laughs> it's just pictures of 50 sharks. In that. <laughs> but like a flip book of them, like it's just real fast. These are sharks. It's an old man reading a flip book <laughs> of a bunch oh, of pictures of sharks. All in different positions, so it makes yeah. it look like it jumped over a, a a little boy <laughs> and you're uh, yeah it's the old man and he's trying to guess what kind of shark it is and he goes hammerhead oh boy because that's the only shark he can name by looking at it i didn't like that they put the graboids in the water um because i don't know what it is like i know I've, this movie is nonsense and at this point i should have no reason to fear these graboids because they don't exist but I already, because of shark movies, have hated being even literally like in Hawaii when I've gone swimming there with like the visiting family. Like I'm still afraid sharks. Ocean always sharks in the back of my mind constantly. Thank you, like Jaws fucked my my brain up. 
so the idea that I'm now going to, next time I go swimming after this pandemic is over, I'm going to instantly think giant sandworms are coming to get me in that water. Yeah, no. Um, the Museum of Natural History fucked me up. Oh, okay. I thought I like, thought the end of the sentence was going to be the, the Museum of Natural History, and then the rest of us were going to be like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> the Museum of Natural yeah. History, am I right? You know? <laughs> no, they, like, have that one room with all of the, um, the ocean life, but it, they're all, like, along the ceiling, mm-hmm. and it shows, like, the the giant squid kind of thing like a whole like that that to me is the scariest thing it's just like ocean is like you don't even know what's in there we don't even know everything that's in there (laughs) i think the wildest thing about giant squids is that everyone's like oh it's just a legend like yeah of course there's no such thing as giant squids and then they found some and they like and they were like oh fuck krakens are real like yeah what have we done? I just feel bad for the kids that were having nightmares about them around the time that we found out they were real. <laughs> just because, like, yeah, you know that thing? We were like, don't worry, honey. They're not real. Like, next day, be like, hey, so we got something to tell you. Santa Claus isn't real. That's a buffer. And then let's get in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's also really terrifying. What, yep. about Santa, what about Santa Jaws? Is he Santa real? Santa Jaws is real as well. <laughs> Ooh, Santa Jaws. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> By the way, uh, the shark movie I was thinking of was called Shark Night. Um, shark it's not... Night. Yeah, not like a knight that like not like a knight in sharp uh <laughs> sharking armor. <laughs> a knight in shining armor. Like the night time. Uh, <laughs> I would love to see two sharks just jousting. Just the energy from like a hundred yards. <laughs> They'd have to be so close to each other. I know. <laughs> the They're miss every time. <laughs> it's just two sharks bumping heads and you're like this is entertainment. <laughs> also, I, I mean, the better option is that it's two sharks with swords taped to them, and they have to and they yep. have to battle each other. Yeah. And then there's a dragon yeah. shark. Ooh, a dragon shark. Thank you. I'm. I could write movies. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm surprised that's not a thing. Now that Sharknado Let's... exists, I'm surprised that's not a thing. <laughs> dragon shark. I'm googling. Oh, Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Oh my god, it is real. What? Dragon shark? Yeah. There's a shark that it looks like hold on. This is this is on Sonic uh Sonic. This is on SonicFandom.com, so give me a second. Oh. Yeah, I mean, whenever you look up a, if a movie is a movie, like, yeah, if some kid shot something in his basement at like, you know, for five minutes and put it on YouTube, it might <laughs> yeah. get a credit somewhere on IMDb. I have a deviant art. I could draw whatever I want. <laughs> Did you ever do that thing where it's like you put in your name and then the hedgehog, like no. Jim the Hedgehog? What? Yeah, you because people have made so much art of a uh, hedgehog of like Sonic the Hedgehog stuff that you could be like Jim the Hedgehog, and then there's a yeah, there's Kai, someone who made art. Kai the Hedgehog. Uh, Kai the Hedgehog was born in Mobius, uh, Hopital. His parents are Shadow and Amy. He is 16 and loves cookies. Letitia, there's a ton of Letitia the Hedgehogs hedgehogs what there's yeah oh my god there's a lot of them i I don't know who eggman is but apparently uh kai the hedgehog does not like eggman (laughs) nobody likes eggman (laughs) i um i opened my phone to look at it just now for this reason and then i was reminded that i was looking at (laughs) a website that was talking about two brothers that said that 
they travel the future in a government experiment. Wait, hold on. They travel. 2749. Wait, wait, wait. They're um, traveling. Oh, time travelers? Like that. There was like a secret that it was called the, the, the Phoenix experiment or something. And that they made like a movie and that they, they had flashbacks once the movie came out. Um, because they didn't know, but it was called, like, the Philadelphia Project or something like that. And this was called the Phoenix Project. And then they remembered that, like, they had gone on a ship, and then they were trying to work on this thing where they were trying to make ships invisible mm-hmm. to to radars. And then that apparently there was, like, green fog, and then all of a sudden he tried to jump off the ship, but he woke up in a hospital and at first they were like, it's 2140 something. And, um, and he was like, and this was in the forties. And he was like, and they were using light type things to perform surgeries, which is crazy. Cause that's an actual thing. Cause it's laser surgery. But, um, okay. But also, uh, then, all of a sudden woke back up in 2749 or something like that. And that like Florida had separated from the U S and was underwater. Like all <laughs> I thought you meant it's like a, they're, they're their own country. No, that's, I was really... That was in 21, whatever by 27, whatever they had discovered how to float cities or okay. something. I don't know. And this is real. <laughs> this is real. Please send me this. I feel like this is the kind of content that I need to read and then get Nate really, like, just go up, knock on my roommate's door at, like, <laughs> 8 a.m. Be like, Nate, 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 I need to talk to you about something. <laughs> Nate is so funny when you, like, try to bring up, like, <laughs> just, like, bullshit. Like, <laughs> I get asked, what are my resources on a regular basis? And I think that's good. That's why I surround myself with him is because he will make me double check where I got my news from. Um, yeah. which is an important thing to do as a human being because, yeah. but also I love shit like that. And I want to consume <laughs> crap out of that content. Yeah. And I want to so tell fun. my, I want to tell my godmother about it. So she starts making memes about it and tells all her friends. And then they start a religion. <laughs> Did you ever hear about, um, the guy that, uh, he, it, it there was a movie that was made kind of similar to this, but, uh, he, um, transported to a dimension an alternate universe of uh the world where the beatles had not broken up so there was all this music from the 70s uh where they uh, hadn't broken up and he brought the tape back with him and he played it for people and like everyone like nobody believed him obviously like this is a real dude. Nobody believed him, and he was just like, "No, oh, it's real. Look, listen to this tape." And they're like, "That clearly sounds nothing like the Beatles." You know, this this has me thinking. So, something I'll admit on the podcast right now is, I so I have a complex relationship with the word crazy. So I'm I'm bipolar, and I, I'll use it sometimes as like a either in comedy or whatever. I feel weirder when someone's like, "Hey, you're a crazy person," than I do being like, "Oh, dude, you know, whatever. I'm bad shit crazy. You know, I love my crazies. Where are my crazies at?" Like a little bit of a different energy to it. Um. But with that in mind, when I was younger, we've mentioned this in the podcast, and I've, I've talked about it with you as a friend, Jim, that I've used to have a lot of lucid dreaming. Um, so a lot of gray area for dreaming with me. So I think that's why when I got a little bit, I don't know around what age, but I'm going to say like probably preteen area, I voiced that I had memories of being able to fly. 
And it's because and that's a little, you know, that's interesting when you start telling people that you firmly believe that as a small child. And I think it's because I had vivid dreams of me being able to do that enough and maybe even times in which I specifically like I've been able to navigate my dreams a little bit and kind of decide what I'm going to do. So I think I because I wanted to fly because who wouldn't want to fly? I made myself do it so many times in dreams that I actively added that to my lived experience. So it's good to be 33 and know that that shit wasn't real. But I'm leaving it on the back. I'm going to leave it as like maybe yeah. like a point zero 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 one percent chance that that actually was my life. I was I would have been flying around as a toddler. How yeah. I was going to say, how old were you when you said that you could fly? So saying that I could fly was probably around 11. Uh, I want to say I was still around like fourth or fifth grade. So I want to say probably maybe more like 10 or nine. And that's an appropriate time to be confused between dreams and reality. I mean, like, I'm not too concerned about it. Even if, like, you know, Kai was having a hard time in comparison to other kids and whatever. Like, if baby Kai was... If I did believe that, even outside of the age that's yeah. appropriate, whatever, you're a kid. Yeah. It's hard. Everybody grows uh, at different rates. Uh, that reminds me that the other day, I uh, a couple weeks ago, I talked about um, a bunch of my dreams, my different reoccurring dreams with my therapist. Sweet. And then... Like a few days later, I had a dream that encompassed all of my reoccurring dreams within it. Yeah. Like it was, I don't even understand. Like I told <laughs> afterwards, I was like, I don't know what happened, but everything was in there. <laughs> everything was in there. I couldn't, that club that doesn't exist, that massage <laughs> place that doesn't exist, the parking spot I could never find. The <laughs> like it all all of it <laughs> it just feels like it's it's like you're taking like all right guys let's give it the works you know just like you're <laughs> yeah your brain is like what else do we got anybody uh i got some old clips that were in the delete file <laughs> yeah yeah want to throw those in there too yeah fuck it send them in yeah oh my and, gosh have you seen upload yes i have watched that show um I think it's the writers from Parks and Rec and The yeah, Office, the good I think. Place. The oh, good the place. Oh, no. Oh, I think so, it's... Um, was it? Really? Okay. I think, oh, I think it's... I, I, think it's it I think his name is Michael Schur would be the guy that's like the connecting yeah. tissue there. Yeah. But what were you going to say about Upload? I have seen it. I, I think it's... What a fun concept of being able to take our, subcon- our, our, our consciousness and, yeah. and put it out. It just on... reminded me of that where mm. it was when you were saying that. Yeah. No. Oh, Greg Daniels. Yes, he did do both of those. Um, do both Greg of Daniels. Uh, he did Parks and Rec, and I, I don't think he was actually. Uh, I don't think he was a good place guy. I think he was The Office. Yeah, he was The Office. He was also a Simpsons writer a, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Nobody from The Good Place did this. I could have sworn that I saw. Something. Well, I I'm think not going to say nobody. Good place because it feels like a concept that like they they have. Yeah. They, have, they have some similar vibes to it. Like, or they're in the yeah, same. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Right. They're both vampire novels. You know what I mean? Like, they're different. <laughs> they <laughs> yeah, got their own yeah. thing going oh, on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was yeah. gonna say, uh, Michael Schur, who worked for The Good Place, worked under Greg Daniels. So, like, oh. <laughs> it's it's kind of a guy that you're like, okay, those two names are connected. Yeah. Because Michael Schur worked with on Parks and Rec with Greg Daniels. Okay. I'm trying, you got me all getting philosophical over here. I'm wondering if I would upload, if I would actually choose to upload, because that's a... Right. 
That's a thing, right? Like, so you're yeah. getting, and and I'd probably have a different answer for you at different ages of my life. Like, if I were to, yeah. if like, if right now we're in the, you know, it's getting kind of real, but we're in a pandemic, and I have anxiety issues, and right. I think everybody's doing the shared trauma game of, you know, facing their own mortality. Hey, let's get real. Yeah. So if I did have the option to upload right now, fuck yeah, I'll I'll upload. Um, yeah. but talk to me when I'm like 60, 70 years old, I'd be like, nah, man, some of that stuff just. <laughs> Personally, no, I don't want that. No? <laughs> when I'm when I'm dead, I'm dead. Throw me in a ditch. I don't want to be around anymore. I don't want to be in a computer because what if I get trapped in that computer and then forever I'm a computer? I, it's like that nightmare of, and I hate to bring this up. Uh, it's like that nightmare of like when you die, it's just your body freezes and your brain is still there. And then you're just like, oh, no, they're burning me alive even though I'm not alive, it's just my consciousness is still alive. Yeah. That they sort of address that in the show. Yeah. Like when it's like two G's when they talk about, yeah. Like, uh, the more money you have, the more, the better of an experience, uh, there you have. But when you don't have a lot of money, your experience is, uh, super limited. Yeah. Uh, with it's basically is a lot of that. <laughs> so I'm not too yeah I'm not too pumped about living in that kind of uploading experience. If it was kind of yeah. like hey the excitement of like a two week cruise, but like at the end of my road and then I got to do yeah. like a all right cool delete file like on my terms I'm down with that. But you're right the yeah. unknown of what if there's a bug and I am stuck circulating, con- like just in existence forever. Nah man, yeah. like. Mm-mm. Uh, Letitia, did you like? Would you, would you do it? Hang out with worms or no? Upload. I, upload. I feel like I would struggle with that decision. Mm. <laughs> um, okay. I would not know because there's the whole idea of like where and with who, and if anyone else I know would be doing it, and whether it this is just about. Uh, starting over somewhere else but like forever Mm -hmm. and um the idea of like feeling like there's a you're being reborn but you've already lived is uh i don't know it's super strange i feel like knowing that was a choice would drastically change the way i lived in life mm-hmm. when I was alive. Um, oh, if you knew that you got to, you had that choice at the end? Yeah. 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 I just feel like I'd be either ridiculously reckless. Mm-hmm. Pizza every uh, night. Just like fucking just, Sundays and garbage. Let's do it. All the Ugh. things. Uh, or I wouldn't do anything because I'd be like, I could just do it all later. Right. Why spend the money uh, if I can just save it for my sweet death account at the end and make it right. so I can do cool shit then? Right, right. Yeah. Who would want to spend all their money while they're alive if when they die they won't be able to be somewhere? Like, like that would make me literally... It would... Living, earning and working would become about saving up for your death Which instead of your current living situation um that's what that makes me think about 
It's I like this. We're getting real on this podcast. <laughs> like, I mean, right? You no longer be living to try to gain the best life you could live. You'd be, ga- you'd be trying to gain the best death. Right, to make it sure that you can go, uh, you know, and play backgammon, uh, or not that, I don't know, what's an, what's an expensive thing? You could make it so you can uh, go golfing every week <laughs> with your friend. Uh, yeah, uh, backgammon, uh, a game you can buy for 20 bucks. Like, oh, I'm, mix, I'm mixing, what am I thinking of? What's the game? No. Um, lacrosse, you're thinking of lacrosse. No, 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 no. no. Uh, what's, what's the one they play in, in Alice in Wonderland? Croquet. Um, croquet. I don't know what I'm thinking of, but I'm thinking of some other stuff uh, that is more um, of like a... I can't play checkers anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's too expensive. It's probably the thing. With the <laughs> I little... want to say Snapjack, but I know that's not the name of a sport. <laughs> Snapjack? Snapjack. We're going. You know how we all, you know how we all play Snapjack. Everyone gets out to a field. Jack. We got our friend Jack snaps out there, and everyone snaps at him till he cries. <laughs> Next time you show up like Bruiser in a cast, be like, yeah, rough game of Snapjacks. You know how it goes. Oh, rough game of Snapjack. <laughs> and everyone's like, are you saying Snapchat? And you're like, no, no, no. I know what I said. No <laughs> <Don't> question me. <laughs> uh, I appreciate you answering that. Sorry, go ahead. Racquetball. Racquetball. I was thinking about racquetball. Thank you so much. I don't know why. And that's probably not even an expensive hobby, is it? I, I, I've yeah. talked to you about this. It's what's that? The, the equipment is expensive, I think. It's not really because um, all you really need is a racket and the ball. It's and then like you just need a place to play and you do it. You usually the places that you would rent out would be a little bit expensive. But like there was a racquetball place in my hometown that was just at a gym that was like 20 bucks a month so like you can find them in gyms and then just like sign a sheet and say hey i'm gonna be here for an hour and then i'm gonna smack a ball against a wall for it's one of those hobbies you better commit to doing for a long time otherwise you won't get your money's worth (laughs) well like a racket's not that expensive let's look up how much a racket is in that called just play handball (laughs) yes you can why you gotta add a thing Oh, you know, you're describing, I used to do that all the time, like big giant, uh, uh, what is it, big wall, and uh, when you'd go to yeah. the play recess, and you just smack balls yeah, against the wall. Proper, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good times. Yeah. You get one for like 100 bucks, the, uh, the oh racket. Oh my god. That's Which, like- for sports equipment, <laughs> since it's the only thing, not that bad. That's what I'm saying, is like, when you play basketball, you just have to buy the basketball. You know, like you play golf, you're like, oh, all you need is the clubs, but the clubs are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Clubs are ridiculous. That's a that's a because <laughs> with golf, you need to get a um, you need to find a golf course, and they're always expensive, except in places that they're not. Because I've been to places that it's five bucks to play a round of nine. Okay, it's not what. What guy? I think I've always like navigated towards like uh, hobbies or sports that were like less expensive for sure. Uh, like soccer wasn't that bad. You get some reused cleats and you just right. go out and do the thing. Soccer um, is, yeah. uh, I mean, the reason why it's the most popular sport in the world is because all you need is a ball and uh, a place to play. Honestly, they. I when I went to go to uh, on a trip to Italy when I was in high school, humble brag. Um, I got to go. I snuck out of my uh, hotel and I remember being super cool at the time and I uh, I smoked a cigarette, which was such a cool thing to do at the Whoa. time. And I remember it was super late 
and there was just a pickup game in a like a shitty field across the street from my hotel. And there was just people playing, and I was like, "That's this is cool." Like I just saw like a like like who was like, "Oh, everyone was like, oh, we should like go spend money and go to like a game." I'm like, "Nah, I just rather watch like a bunch of fucking townies just shoot the shit and have some fun." Yeah. Uh, and they were doing yep. some risky stuff. I find like people that aren't doing professional games, they take fucking risks. Those are the fuckers who are breaking their like their their legs and wrists all the time for trying to do crazy yeah. shit. And it's Europe, so like they're like crazy about uh soccer, yeah. football. They like that. I think the. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> that was good. That was good, Jim. I'm sure there was a place that was going, uh, but I didn't take it anywhere. I mean, I played. It was so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I feel like I just saw your thoughts for a minute. Oh, like the math went in front of my face. Like, <laughs> and I was just like, uh. <laughs> See, you're, Letitia, you're getting to experience something I'm grateful for. Every week I get to do these with Jim. And there's just, <laughs> there's just something about, like, let's just say visual gym. Like, adding visual to audio gym is so good. <laughs> You folks are missing out. <laughs> you really are. Yeah, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. We'll do a we'll do a live show one day. Yeah, we'll be on Twitch at one point. I promise made. Yeah, now we have to do it. Just like the first episode, you're like, "Oh, we'll release it every Thursday." And now we have to, and we have been. Yeah, I, mean, I did just announce that. I think it was even before. I think it was one of the test episodes we did. I was like, "We're gonna release this every." Thursday, and then you were like, "Fuck!" Now we have to do that. <laughs> like that. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I was no, just saying. I think that this uh, movie about stupid worms in the cold got us to our four hundred one ks and uh, racquetball. I mean, honestly, it's another one of those movies that I'm glad we didn't talk about too much. It's fine. It exists. It's there to get us to the next movie. And then hopefully they never make one after seven. Although I bet I think no, actually no. I know they're making an eight. What am I talking about? Are they? They're know. doing like they're getting forty percent on Rotten Tomato, and they're like, absolutely, let's keep making more of these things. Yeah. But that's what Netflix is doing, right? They're making forty percent movies, and just that's what yeah. they do. Knocking them out. I accidentally just googled tumors instead of tremors, <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I'm at in my life at the moment. <laughs> Did you get anything interesting, Jim? No, no. I I, I eventually got the tremors. <laughs> Showbiz is 5% show, 95% business. Uh, oh, Michael Gross said there's no guarantees, so there might not be uh, an eighth movie. Okay, cool. I'm okay with that, because if we don't have to talk about this series ever again, I'll be fine with that. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to, like... I don't want someone to be like, by the way, there's a new one. And then I'm, like, on my deathbed, like, go away. I'm trying to upload... <laughs> Um, do you think you'll be, Letitia, do you think you're going to be watching, uh, any more of these? Do you think you'll watch the seventh inst installment that's on Netflix as well? I think I'll probably watch the first one. Oh, okay. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. That I will for sure not watch any more. Good. You are correct. You should not. <laughs> Jack McDermott, uh, bought a bundle pack, so he has <laughs> set himself up to watch at least six of them. <laughs> oh no yeah. idiot i have no interest in any of the middle ones 
Okay, good. <laughs> you should have interest in this. I would have been fine if, if you had showed up and been like, I didn't watch the movie. I'd be like, all right, good. We don't have to talk about it then. <laughs> I'm waiting for that to happen where either you or I are just like, hey, something happened. I can't watch the movie. They're like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's record anyways. <laughs> I mean, uh, last week, Victor showed up and he was like, hey, I only watched half the movie. We were like, that's totally fine. We don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't exaggerate. He, he, he lost the last 20 minutes, which is like the, like the literally the wrap up. And he just has no idea what happened. Yeah, we tried to explain it to him, but he was like, I don't care. And we were like, that's really fair. You shouldn't <laughs> care. Like, you, if you had cared, I would have been worried. <laughs> no. Literally, I, the trade-off for having to watch a bad movie hopefully is worth it. Because uh, I just really wanted to hang out with you. I missed you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I really did. It's, it's really good to see you again. Same. Yeah. For real. I was very excited about this. This is why I do the podcast. I literally am just selfish and I want to hang out with Jim weekly and I want to be able to talk to my friends. That's why I do it too, except uh, replace Jim with Kai. Yeah. <laughs> or don't. And uh, I feel like the sentiment is the same. I like to hang out with Jim every week. <laughs> um, should we get at that point, Jim, where we bring up any leftover notes? Yeah, I was going to bring it up. I was actually, it felt like we were wrapping up and I was like, we don't even need to do this. Like, I don't care about these notes. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think I, I literally don't have a single one other than I wrote down. I would totally get Graboid uh, skin cowboy boots. Uh, that's about it. Because I saw somebody with those and I thought those were pretty neat. I did like those. Yeah. Uh, oh, we saw Bert's butt. We did see Bert's butt. Um, yeah, because he's in a little nightgown, and he, uh, not nightgown, um, what are they called? No, a little nighty. Uh, no, what are the things called? <laughs> a when you're at the, gown. Yeah, he's yeah, in a hospital that's gown. it. And he comes and he saves the day, and he shoots one of those little tentacle motherfuckers, uh, and then walks off with his little butt showing. Yeah, and then we were like, finally, Bert's butt, 70-year-old <laughs> man's butt, that's what I wanted. Oh, okay, I actually, I, I do have one. Um, I like the chattering teeth. Uh, oh. when the Graboid came up. Yeah, when the Graboid is shaking and it makes one of those little ch- uh, chattering teeth trinkets just like... It was like... Rrr, on the desk. I was like, that's stupid. <laughs> that's great. That was the best joke they've ever had in this whole series. I, oh, uh, yeah. no. Tasha, do you have anything? Do you have anything of interest? In the... <laughs> no, I brought up all of the guys... Wait, no. I was looking at where it said one guy wasn't in the storm. <laughs> I brought all of, <laughs> all of the things. Yeah, I don't understand why taxes were even brought into this movie. Um, yeah, that's really fair. Uh, stakes. There needs to be a stakes. Why is he doing this? Well, part of it is because he's an egomaniac and he just literally, they've kind of addressed this like, he lives for this shit. This is what makes Bert feel alive is taking down these things. Um, but now he has another motivation because otherwise he's going to lose everything. So sure, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is a movie for libertarians. Is that who it's for, Jim? Yeah. This that's who this is. like. They're gonna this, take your property. <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna take my guns and they're gonna take my property and then I'm not gonna be able to go to Canada with my guns and I won't be able to sign forms. I love so that. that I, I want to bring my gun to Canada. I love that he's in every movie. Just like, are you from the government? Like that's a question Bert asks every single time when he talks yeah. to somebody. Yeah, he does yeah. do that. He's but like, that's I don't kind like of. The government. Because I'm a libertarian. So is Reba McIntyre. 
The thing that uh, one of the things that made me laugh, and I don't know why, is when he's begging uh, Jimmy Kennedy's begging his dad to like take him under his wing and like teach him shit. He's just like, "Come on, yeah. man!" It's like Rosetta Stone, me dog. <laughs> I'm just like, "Fuck this character! What a stupid thing to say!" <laughs> yeah. yeah. The first time around, I was like, "Oh, good, Jamie Kennedy's in this. Like, he's he's a guy that like I enjoy watching him and things. Like, he's pretty stupid, but like I still fun. I still have fun with him. This whole time, I was just like, flat. this whole time, I was just like, ah, go away, <laughs> go away. Uh, yeah. What he says? Uh, come on, Bert, you've been flipping off the feds longer than Wesley Snipes. That's got to be a record. Like, he's got so many random lines." <laughs> He has lines that he was like, I wrote this a week ago, and I just have been waiting for the opportunity to uh, throw it in there. Right. Yeah. Yep. I'm I'm over it. I'm mad that we got to watch one more, but I'm appreciative of the fact that everybody has gotten through this with us, the people that have come along the journey. It's wild. <laughs> they didn't watch the fucking movie. If you guys watch, uh, if you at home watch this movie, stop. <laughs> why did you do it? <laughs> if, why okay. Did, why did there you listen are... to the third episode of this series for us and go, yeah, I still want to keep watching these. Yeah, no, if somebody made it this far and they've been listening and if they've been watching along and listening, they're going to do one more. It would probably break me not to know what happens at the end of this amazing series. <laughs> Let's just, do you have anything to promote? <laughs> I, uh, I do. I do. I teach a wonderful class called Creative Voice. Um I have had a lot of different kinds of people, um, artists in the class. I've had painters. I've had uh, video game designers. I've had um, photographers, writers, um, poets, um, stand-ups, actors. And basically the concept uh, is that I've created a class that brings everyone together in order to find what is that actually um, inspires you to do things individually. I don't have a set, a set of things to do for every single class. Every single person gets individual attention and gets completely um, unique assignments based nice. on what they do. And so everybody else just learns from each other from being in the same class because a lot of artists throughout like through any genre of of thing, uh, like experience a lot of the same things um, in the process. Uh, and we learn how to think positively about ourselves, uh, and um, and cheer for ourselves. And um, I have a bunch of different exercises uh, in terms of like we we have we have people just cheer we cheer at each other. So you can't hear the person that's speaking. And then we do the same exact thing with booing. And then guess what? You got it out of the way. <laughs> um, and then you get to talk about what that does to an artist. Also, how people react to feedback in general. We talk about what feedback is and how to receive it and how to give it. Mm. Um, so there's a lot of things. There are stickers. There are stickers involved. Um, and it all takes place on Zoom, uh, and we end with a private variety show that nobody's um, allowed to watch, uh, except for <laughs> the class. If, and 
the first time this um, this session, I have added an extra session, which I have started streaming on Twitch, which is every Thursday night from 6 p.m. to 7.45 uh, Eastern Standard Time on Twitch. Letitia like Patricia. <laughs> so it, just give it to them straight because they just heard this information about where, when. What are they punching in one more time? So you're going to go to twitch.tv slash Letitia like Patricia. L-E-T-I-C-I-A like Patricia. Nice, because I'm going to do awesome. that. I'm very curious, and I like this, especially the uh, the aspect of learning how to get booed at. Um, yes, that is actually this coming, uh, well, I mean, not for any, may, maybe by the time this comes out, the next episode. The next <laughs> do, show. Do, do you know, you were saying sessions, do you know when your next session will be? For So if people wanted to get involved and get into this class, when would they be able to do that? Yes, so they, they are uh, five classes long each session, and they run once a week. And I have them consecutively, so I okay. don't skip in between. So there will always be a session happening or about to happen. Cool. Awesome. Then people can check Sweet. it out, and they can figure out when they should get up in there, because that sounds, yep, sometimes you need to touch the ground and get silly and, uh, yeah, connect to why you're performing. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I'm into yeah. it. Sweet. You're, you're going you're gonna, to, I'm unemployed. Oh, and it's free. I'm it's do donation-based. Oh. I was going to say, it's I got all this time. I'm totally in. Class. That's amazing. So that means, folks, if you got that wealth privilege and take the class, you give a little extra so somebody else can come in there and, and do it for a little less. I like that. Hell yeah. That was twitch.tv slash Letitia like Patricia. Was there another place that uh, they could find that too? Or was it just uh, Twitch? Um, they like where to sign up for the had... class. I usually post it. I have a Discord also. Okay. Mm -hmm. I do not know how to audibly share a Discord. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair, because I don't know either. I know there's a J somewhere in that link, but a lot of numbers, letters. We'll put that in the description. So, I was going to say, yeah, you get us that information. We'll, we'll make sure to get that out there for, the, for our, okay. our listeners. Awesome. <laughs> okay. God. Well, thank you so much, Letitia. This has been an absolute blast. Okay. Um, we will be back, listeners, next week. Uh, we will be closing out the tragedy that it has been this experience. <laughs> oh, no. We're, we're going to get this the fuck behind us. Uh, no, I'm very excited. Next week, uh, we're actually going to be uh, reviewing the uh, seventh and potentially final installment of the Tremor series with a huge uh, Tremors fan. Uh, my dear friend from Minneapolis, Cassie uh, Berger, is going to be joining us. So do come back. you got to see how this all wraps up. As always, Jim, thank you so much for spending time with me. It's gonna be it's gonna be great to have someone who actually likes what's going on uh, in these movies. It's gonna be ridiculous because she's gonna come in hot and love everything. We're gonna be like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> I'm just gonna scream for an hour and a half. <laughs> Get ready for next podcast where I just scream in the background. If you do that, that's fine. Or we can record a separate audio track of just and put that in the back of the entire episode. Just softly. What the fuck am I saying? I'm not going to scream. I'm going to shriek because it's Shriekers Island. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Gotta go. Bye. <laughs>
Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Rotten Treasure. And on Instagram at Rotten underscore Treasure. And on Twitter at Rotten Treasure. And go to patreon.com slash Rotten Treasure for bonus episodes, early episode release, and a vote for the next series. And be sure to give us a five-star rating and review us on any of your available podcast apps. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Perfect.